It's the My Favourite Film Podcast. It's me, Gav Smith, back once again for a very special Christmas episode. I said in the last episode, which was our Christmas episode, that I wouldn't do another episode in 2023. Well, I lied, just a little bit. This is a kind of special crossover-type episode-ish thing. In 2024, a new podcast will be coming out featuring myself and my new co-host, who will introduce himself in a moment. In that podcast, The Double Feature Show, we'll be picking a random word every couple of weeks and then telling you about two films that link to that random word. First episode will be going out at the start of January, but as a kind of precursor to that, a little kind of snippet of what might happen, this is our Christmas episode that kind of crosses over to The Double Feature Show. My co-host on that show and my guest tonight is Mr. Matt Zitron. Hello, Matt. Hello! I'm waving, but this is audio, so just imagine I'm waving at you. That's fantastic. Do you know what? Maybe it was an audio wave. Oh. Yes. I'm, I'm waving that exactly. fast. But yes, Merry Brilliant. Christmas and Happy Hanukkah to all, and whatever other religious festival is this time of year for you. Absolutely, yes. Winter festivals all around. Everyone's happy with that. It's fantastic. So this is our double feature show kind of crossover type thing. Matt, you may remember, was with me before Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind weeks and weeks back. What was good, that. We enjoyed that episode. One of my friends was on the week on. Mike Capazola came on. Ah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Episode after. Episode after. A couple of weeks after, but there you go. So this episode is our special. The double feature show, which will be starting in January, what we do is we pick a random word, and then both of us go away and try and find a film that's somehow linked to that random word. Sounds really simple. This time, I haven't picked a random word because it's Christmas. So we've picked the random word of Christmas. It wasn't randomly selected. It was just, we're going to do Christmas. This gives you an idea of what we're going to be doing, and then you can decide if you like the feed or not. And the feed will be appearing in January. I can't give you links to that feed because it doesn't appear until we put something up and nothing's going to appear until January. So there you go. Keep an eye on the social medias and whatever else and eventually it will happen. So tonight we're going to do Christmas. Matt, have you chosen a film for Christmas? I I have chosen a film for Christmas. Um, Quite excited. Oh, can I ask you, is it a Christmas film? Not particularly, but Christmas is part of the plot. Oh, Christmas is part of the plot. See, mine is also not particularly a Christmas film, but it is linked to Christmas, which is the thing. Now, what we do is we're going to obviously both do our films and neither of us know what the other person's film is. We need to somehow find a way in which who's going to do first, basically. Do you want to toss coin for it? Do you want to just go, I'll go first? Because this is... This is your podcast. It I is. Suppose double feature is ours, but we yeah. yours. And um, so I think 
you should go first. What I will explain to everyone is we do have a system so that <laughs> we don't accidentally choose the same film, which yes, do. Uh, uh, what we do is we tell each other the year of the film. And if they're different years, off to the races. If they're the Brilliant. same year, we then go down IMDb mm-hmm. and try and see if there's a marry-up. And if there's a marry-up, we have a fight to the death. And whoever <laughs> isn't resurrected... They can be only one. Yeah, they can be only one. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, and then one of us will change. But we've yet... We've, we've recorded a couple. We've yet to have that happen. Yeah. So yeah, we're doing all right. I think... You should go first, sir, because wow. I uh, I sort of I'm greedy and I celebrate both Christmas and Hanukkah, so I'm getting oh. like double the holiday. So you should go first. Okay, fair enough. I, I, I'm okay with that. Okay, so do you want to play the guessing game? See if you can so, guess my film. Tell us the year. The year is 1999. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tells you nothing. <laughs> The Matrix. Uh, no, it was oh. the third film that this that a particular actor took this part in this franchise. So, is it the third time they played the character, or the third? Person? Yes, third time. the third time they'd played the character. I'm going to kick myself. <laughs> Go you on, you've got to tell me. The fil- the franchise is, of course, James Bond. The actor was Pierce Brosnan. The oh, film now, is... Go on. Is you it The it. World Is Not Enough? As the countdown begins to the 21st century, it's good to know there is still one number you can always count on. Bond. Bond. Can't you just say hello like a normal person? I've always tried to teach you two things. First, never let them see you bleed. And the second? Always have an escape plan. I have to get it back or somebody's going to have my butt. First things first. I'm going to find him. Who's afraid now, Mr. Bond? I will not miss. I never miss. Do you want to put that in English? For those of us who don't speak spy? Why am I suddenly worried I'm not carrying enough insurance? Your time is up. Not enough. I'm sorry for jumping in with this. I remember seeing this film in 1999. Heard her name was Christmas. Turned to the person next to me and said, "The joke, Christmas has come early, will appear in this film." And lo and behold, I think it does. I believe it does. Yes, it is. The world is not enough. Starring Pierce Brosnan as James Bond, and as you said, Denise Richards as Doctor Christmas Jones. And that's probably the only link there is to Christmas with this film. But I couldn't not do it. The main reason, and guests or listeners to the My Favorite Film podcast will know that I'm. I've done a couple of Christmas episodes last year. We went through twenty films for Christmas last year in two different episodes. And to be honest with you, I couldn't do another Christmas episode. So I put chose a film that was nothing to do with Christmas, just had a link to Christmas with Dr. Christmas Jones. But of the Bond films, I personally think this one is a really, really good one. Pierce Brosnan was a decent Bond. People say nasty things about him, but he was a decent Bond. He only did four films. This was his third. It's the last film in which Desmond Llewellyn appeared as Q. 
which is really, really. Oh, fun. and it's got that. It's got that wave goodbye, and he sort of lowers, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Really sad. Um, John Cleese then took over as Q in this, and kind of there in this film as R, I think he was, but he's there. It's got Robert Carlyle as a fantastic baddie. I mean, Robert Carlyle plays a brilliant baddie in this. Robbie Coltrane was in it, the late, great Robbie Coltrane's in it as well. It's got so much going on. It's a brilliant film. It's got racing over ice in cars. It's got nuclear explosions. It's got a nuclear meltdown thing about to happen. It's just got all sorts of great stuff. And that fantastic joke that you just mentioned, that I think Christmas, Christmas has come, come early. <laughs> Do you know, I think, I, I mean... I'm just going to do a quick Bond segue. I'm a big Bond fan. Cool. I've, oh, I've, so I. I've seen a lot. Um, yep. I, think, I think you and I probably agree that Connery is yep. the Nazi, the main yep. man. Yeah, um, One day I will discuss on a podcast <laughs> what I would do to link all the Bonds together and make one movie where they make Ooh. them all canon. I've had a great idea. Anyway, oh, I like Daniel Craig. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's good. Um, yep. A couple of his aren't that great. I really like Brosnan. I thought he yeah. was fun. I kind of liked the. It, it still held on to that campy fun yeah. that it's kind of been lost now, and they've got super serious. And I sort of get it, no. but yeah, you know, different times. It's got a, different times. Yeah, I remember seeing it and and enjoying it at the time. Obviously, Denise Richards uh, is gorgeous, as is Sophie Marceau. Um, yeah. Is this now? Ha, had Judy Dench done M before this one? I can't remember. Oh, this might have. Was this her first M? Was this her Sh- second I, uh, M? Do you know what? I'll, I am. I'm on IMDb right now, and I'll obviously edit this perfectly so it looks like I'm not on IMDb. Um, or I might just leave this in because it'll be a bit of a laugh. Um, me searching through IMDb. The, um... See. Who does the theme tune for this one? I can't quite remember. No, she's Emin Goldeneye. Uh, yeah, and Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, Goldeneye. Yeah. Goldeneye was, Goldeneye was Brosnan's first, obviously. Then Tomorrow Never Dies was his second. This was his third. And then he did um, so cool. Die Another Day. And that was his last. That was his bye-bye. No more. So, yeah, no who did the Brosnan. theme for The World Is Not Enough? Is that, oh. is that Cheryl Cole? Cheryl Crow, not Cole. Were you? It was garbage. Ah. That's a it pretty was cool. It was, That's... yes. I remember it now. It was, yeah, it was garbage. The world is not enough. It was it. Well, it wasn't garbage. It was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am. Um... Do you know what's funny? Talking about Desmond Llewellyn's sort of goodbye. I have yeah. just watched one of the new Doctor Who specials. Yes. And at the end of that, uh, Bernard Cribbins, who's obviously yeah. passed away and passed away just after filming it, um, he did. he's looking very old. But he has a sort yes. of goodbye. And mm. I like, I think, I, I was talking to my father about it, and I think that when you've been an actor that's been so linked to something, like yeah. Llewellyn was, yeah. um, I like that they gave him a chance to sort of bow out. Yes. And, yes. Um, and have that uh, last sort of... Know, yeah. Yeah, I think he does it in quite... From my memory about it, I remember it's sad, but it's quite cool... The way he does it, yeah, yeah. Bond's it, almost a all... bit like, oh no, yeah. It, it was almost left that he could come back if he so wanted to, and it, he didn't, obviously. But it, yeah, it was nice. It was nice, kind of end to that era of Q, because obviously 
Llewellyn had been with the franchise since the very start. So yes. it it was right that he kind of was able to say goodbye properly because he was the only, at that point, I think it was the only thing that was, the only character that had been, in, or the only actor that had been in every single film up to that point. All the yes. others had now moved on. We had a new M, we had a new Money Penny, and so on. So it was quite nice to see him go and have uh, a nice I, ending. Yes, I think the Brosnan ones are given a, a hard, mm. a hard time. I remember. I, I mean, I remember Goldeneye. Yeah, probably oh, the clearest because it was yeah. such an event as well. Yeah, and uh, yeah. obviously that N sixty four game. But the world is not enough. Mm. I did enjoy it at the time. I didn't. Yeah, it wasn't my favourite, but no. No, I mean, there are better Bond films. Um, and there are, as you've said, there are better Bonds than Pierce Brosnan. But, you know, he's got something about him. He's so, somewhere in between Connery and Roger Moore um, in his mm. camp portrayal of Bond. He's not quite as camp as Roger Moore was. And he's not quite as serious as Sean Connery is. But he's got those quick-witted lines that Connery did so well. So I think he sits somewhere in between them for his portrayal of Bond. Certainly after... Timothy Dalton, he was a bit of a, a refresher because yes. I think Dalton Dalton was a bit too serious for the time. But he, Dalton, I'd say, is probably the most like the the novels. Yes, he's quite cold yeah. in the novels. Yeah, saying that he Craig is. as well. But the other thing yeah. is as well, I part of the the thing about James Bond is you have to believe that he could be that charming, <laughs> and sort of Pierce Brosnan. Uh, you know, I could believe him charming the pants off anyone, or like, and, oh, yeah. and that, he's kind of got that wry grin. I thought he was a great casting. He was, he was. I, I, like I say, I think when he turned up on on scene as Bond, I thought, you know, he, he fits, he, it works. I can see him being Bond for quite a while. I was quite sad when it was kind of, it was only four four films he did. It was like, ah, just the four, he's not going to get another one. But, you know, things changed, didn't they? Um, and I think Craig's done a Decent job. Decent job. He was, in time, the longest-serving James Bond, even though he didn't do as many films as the others. But in time-wise, he did the more, He was the longest-serving, which is a bit odd. But his suffer from a modern movie thing, I'm getting my old yeah. man Kane out, yeah, go on. they're too long. They're too yeah. expansive. And yeah. much as I... I mean, one of them I did... What was the lot I... I have children like you, so I forget things. Um, what was the latest one? Was the latest Spectre or no? Um, it was the one that Billie Eilish did the music for. Um, it was No Time to Die. No Time to Die. So No Time to Die. I preferred one. to Spectre. Yes, yes. But again, they yes. just too. They ascent the problem. I think that a lot when there's a problem with a bond film it's where they've yeah. gone action sequences and then stitched the plot around the action yeah. sequences yeah i think the, and the problem with of, the gone no 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 the the, oh, the you, you can spot it yeah. quite easily in some of them yeah i was going to say the problem i think with the daniel craig era is they tried to do this thing of making an event whereby all the films somehow link together so you have this long overarching story there of Daniel Craig's life as Bond through everything that's happened and the villains were all out to get him from the start and it was the same group that were out to get him from the start. And they haven't done that in Bond before. And it wasn't, the novels didn't do it either. It's kind of, the novels are, here's um, a story. It's about Bond. He's a bit of a spy. It's cool. And then let's do another story that doesn't really link. But 
this had this overarching story tried to go through the whole thing, and I, I don't think it worked personally. I think they should have gone back they, to just story, story, story. But there you go. They came out with Casino Royale and obviously went from source material, but they yeah. made it, they, they really knocked it out of the park with Casino yeah. Royale. And I don't think that they they quite recaptured that um, in a franchise. But we're not talking about Pierce Brosnan, but I think Pierce Brosnan's... We're, not, we're talking about are, Bond now. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, well, it's always a thing when you talk about franchises. Um, yes, yeah, unfortunately. I think you could probably argue this is quite a good Bond to work at Christmas because there is snow stuff. Yeah, man. yeah. I think there's, there's lots of links to Christmas in this one. Not only Dr. Christmas Jones, but Bond was always on TV when I was a kid at Christmas. It was the big film at Christmas. Always a Bond film on. There's snow in it. There's ice in it. It's it's Christmassy. It appears quite Christmassy. And, you know, I'm just, look, I'm just looking at the stockings. poster. Yep. The Millennium Dome is on the poster. Uh, it would be because it was 1999. The dome had just been built. That's how cool this film is. I went to and Denise Richards and his stockers, everyone's like, so that's okay. No, I, I, I think, I, you know, it's got a good cast. Yeah. And it's it's still campy, which I kind yeah. of like. Yeah. It's got John um, Cleese in it. John Cleese and uh, Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. Robert Colin Carlin. Salmon's in it. Wait, yeah. we've, we've missed the best one. Goldie is in it. As in, oh yeah, I forgot house. Goldie's in this one, isn't he? Yeah, it's Brilliant. got all sorts. It's it's just it's got a wonderful cast. It really has. But all the Bond films do, don't they? They get all sorts of people in them that do all sorts of different things. And it's just it's got something about it. I picked it as a kind of cheat to Christmas, I suppose. I didn't want to do a Christmas film, but there was that link, and that's why I picked it for the Christmas link. Doctor Christmas. I'll allow it. Thank you. Thank you. That gives you a little taste straight off of the type of thing we do, because our links are, can be really, really tenuous like that one, or there could be something completely obvious, which you'll find out if you listen to the main show. If you want to get in touch with this podcast, it's myfavoritefilmpodcast at gmail.com is the email address. We're on Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it nowadays, for however long it exists. It probably might not be by the time 2024 comes, but we'll see. It's at myfavoritefilmpodcast. Instagram and threads, it's at My Favourite Film Podcast. And if you search for us on Facebook, it's just search for My Favourite Film and you will find us. If none of that makes sense, go to the website www.myfavouritefilm.com. There you go. And we do have an email address for the double feature show. So if you want to get in touch with us before we even start, it's tdfspod at gmail.com. There you go. That's our email address. In fact, that's our socials and everything for. TDFS pod. There you go. And you That's can it. find my socials, because I'm a stand-up yeah. comedian, if you listen to the last episode, is at just Matt Zitron. That's at cool. J-U-S-T-M-A-T-T-Z-I-T-R-O-N. There you go. That's wonderful. Thanks for that, Matt. Um, and then I have Nativity. to do this bit, because... Well, I said N for nativity, but I'm being an idiot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, N for... Because it's Matt Zitron. No. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have to do this bit, otherwise Zencaster stopped me using their software. So, if you want to get some wonderful software for doing a podcast, because you're thinking of doing a podcast, Zencaster is definitely the way to go. It will do, just as I am doing now with Matt, 
a video call that you can record and it will record all of your audio locally at both sides and then upload it so there's no problems with internet connections and that type of thing. Well, there shouldn't be, but you never know. Uh, it does lots of wonderful things like getting rid of the ums and ahs and pauses and whatever else. It's really clever and they'll host your podcast for you. They're just really good. It's Zencaster. That's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. No E in Zencaster. And if you go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use the wonderful code MFF, you can get 30% off your first month because of me. I'm giving you that. 30% off. Imagine that. That's good, isn't it, Matt? 30% off. Hey, it's brilliant. I, I have to say, and I've not been paid to say this, we've used yeah. it now a few times when we've been doing these, and I've been blown away. It's been really good. Yeah. And then, obviously, I've recorded and then heard my episode of Favourite Film. And I think, um, yeah, it's great. It, it makes it, it easy, and it's one of the best things about the net, that anyone can do it. And don't have all of the things about 40-minute calls and stuff like that that you might get with other providers. Naming no names. Naming no names. You can record for as long as you like, with as many guests as you like. And up to 4K video. Didn't mention that. Up to 4K video. Imagine that. That's amazing, isn't it? Anyway, the the Craig Will collaboration are the writers, performers of my wonderful theme tune. If you've heard it, it's fantastic. Um, they also have an album out. It's called Long Way Home. It's available to buy, stream, whatever, from all the streaming platforms. I think that's enough now. Is that enough? Anything else you want uh, to sell? Think, um, buy my new cream. No, I think oh, no. they should. No. What I was going to say at the beginning was you explained all the socials and stuff and said that yeah. double feature stuff won't be up. Someone could be listening to this in the future. <gasps> we could be long dead and our ancestors oh, are going... What did Grandpapa sound like? So, <laughs> retroactively, I'm sure you will be able to add links, won't you, to the yes? I, I yeah. If if you're listening to this in Christmas week when this is going to go up, or the week before Christmas, the links won't work for the podcast. If you're listening in January 2024, the link will now be there. So go on, and you can find the link to the double feature short podcast and then you can get to that and that'll be great yeah is that what you try to mend that what you meant yeah, yeah that's what i meant and but also i've just realized as we're talking in television what we're doing now is called a backdoor pilot oh <laughs> i'm not gonna say anything about a bit of backdoor action yeah, but you know yeah. well because of course yeah. <laughs> well, what, see, i've got a clean mind and i never swear or say anything dirty just watch my comedy um but it's like a, a link that mork and mindy was essentially absolutely a spin-off of Happy Days because yeah. they did like a backdoor pilot thing there. So essentially, I'm Mork from Mork, Nanu Nanu. Wow. And if anyone listening actually understands that reference, they're as old as we are. And that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Their back are. probably hurts right now. Well, I know mine does. So yeah, it probably, it probably does. Yeah. So that's that's my film for the Christmas special. That's my advert. So now, Matt, it's your turn to do your your thing. Right. My film is 2005. Right. Um, I would argue it is probably one of the best films uh, of mm -hmm. the last well, what of the last thirty years. 
It's a very good film. Wow. It's often not. Uh, it, it often sneaks under the radar of a lot of people's lists. I'll mm-hmm. give you another clue. The writer-director often puts mm-hmm. Christmas in his films. Ah. Ah. It's, you got it? Oh, yeah. I can't remember his name, but he does, doesn't he? He does. Oh, what's uh, his name? We'll try and get it's the film. Is it? Is it? Is it Predator-related? Well, it's not Predator-related, but he... Did do he a predator? Yeah, he did do predators, didn't he? Oh, what you're thinking of Shane Black? I am thinking Shane Black. That's his name. I'm trying to think films by Shane Black in 2005. That are Christmas. Oh, I suppose it's Christmas later, just because it's Shane Black, isn't it? That, is that your own? Well, they don't. Christmas? Some of the it is. I think it is Christmas through the whole film. Actually, is it? And it does. Yes, it is. Well, it's it, 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 Christmas through the whole film, all of his films, surely, because that's the whole point, yes. that it's always Christmas in his films. Yes. Um, Shall I tell you the name of the film? We've got it. I, I've got it, I think. 2005 would be Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. It is the magnificent Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. You put a live round in that gun. Oh, well, yeah, there was like an 8% chance. Hey, was who taught it? you math? Okay. Robert Downey Jr. What do you think, I'm stupid? Val Kilmer. Yes, I think you're stupid. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Oh, hell. Kiss me. What? Kiss me. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. These lessons suck. Um, A wonderful film. Oh my! It's one of those strangely linked to Bond. I suppose what the kiss, kiss, bang, bang, kiss, kiss, bang, bang was the theme tune to one of the first Bond films. Can't remember which one. I think it was the second Bond film, not Doctor No. One after that. We didn't even. Dear listeners, we didn't even try and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, the, the, I'll quickly do a quick plot summer. If Go you ahead. haven't watched it, it's bang bang. It has. It, if I hadn't have done Eternal Sunshine in my episode, I would have done this. Robert Downey Jr. plays a petty thief who, while robbing a toy store, uh, the police mm-hmm. turn up and he's trying to. In fact, the first time you see him, he's talking on the phone trying to choose a Christmas present to steal for his nephew. Um, He ends up running from the police and running into an audition for a movie and getting flown out to California where he gets embroiled in a murder plot. And the co-star is the fantastic Val Kilmer while he could still speak, poor man. Yeah. Um, And it's just magnificent. But um, Michelle Monaghan's in it. Is it Monaghan? Yeah. Yep. Um and she and for all you people who like ladies, uh as in like are attracted <laughs> to ladies, uh she does wear a, a sexy Santa outfit at one point. Yeah. So if that's not a reason. But it's one of those films that loads of people sort of missed it, and every single person I'm like, you need to watch this movie, have gone, Oh, it's amazing. It's it's a noir, it's it a is. modern noir. It it's is. Shane Black at his best, and there's little yeah. things like there's I, I quite like old pulp novels like the um there's a there's an imprint called Hard Case Crime, which is run by a fantastic man called Charles Ardai. And what they do is they reprint old pulp novels with a disclaimer at yeah. the beginning saying these were made in olden times where they say horrible things. 
Uh, but they also do new ones. So like Stephen King wrote a couple that are quite good. Yeah. Uh, he's yep. one called Joyland, which is fantastic. But anyway, yeah. what happens in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is they there is a reference to a run, long-running detective series. And they show the books and they're like those old pan uh, yeah. noir books with like gorgeous yeah. Robert McGuinness covers and stuff like that. Yeah. And that obviously touches me because I'm a big fan of those things. But it, it's very much in that twisty, turny um, sort of crime noir thing. Downey essentially plays an idiot, but is so <laughs> yeah. brilliant in it. He's, and, um, he's a fantastic actor, and he plays idiot really, really well. He can play it really intelligent as well, really well, but he plays idiot really, really well. What's a shame is that in it, he and Kilmer have this amazing chemistry, and the shame is that they've never made another one. I don't think they will now, because mm. Kilmer doesn't have a voice yeah. anymore. Yeah. But, but Kilmer, Kilmer's character is called Gay Perry, because he's a gay PI. Yeah. And... um. He's just brilliant, and uh, yeah. no, it's it's all fantastic. I've, I, it's uh, you know, obviously, Gav, you and I watch a lot of films. We certainly do. Yes, I, no. I, I, I've rewatched this maybe ten times. Yeah, I, see, I'm, I must admit, it's it's one that I, I have I have seen it, but I must admit, I think I've only seen it the once, and I probably saw it way back when it sort of came out on DVD or was on streaming, or whatever. I have only seen it the once, but it is it's a brilliant film. I have to admit, really, really good. It's, um, he sort of hasn't quite. Re- I mean, he did the nice guys yeah. afterwards, which was good and is quite um, sort of tone wise similar, but it doesn't quite. It isn't quite as fantastic as this one. I mean, they're yeah. just great. Um, there's a bit Downey at one point. He tries to. Um, he hears something clever and he tries to repeat it back to Kilmer later on, and Kilmer just rips it because like, who taught you math? And it's it's very <laughs> funny. It's that thing, it's my favourite mix, and if you listen to Double Feature uh, Club, Club, Pod, Double Feature um, Pod, you will um, often hear me say that my favourite genre is dramedy, where there's Mm. grim, Mm. grim stuff, but there's also comedy, and this film does that, there's, you know, one of the murders is, is quite sad. Yeah, and one of them witnesses it, and it's quite moving. But within you know a few scenes, you're laughing again. Yeah, and I think that I think one of the most endearing things with it is the new neuroses of Downey in it. It's so relatable. Yeah, like it's when he's when he's he meets because Monaghan in it is his old childhood friend. Yes, this is I'm not going to spoil it, but there's no, a bit where they it. don't spoil it. They almost couple, and he does something, and it's just so like, yeah. I mean, I uh, you laugh at it, but it's almost like he speaks something that none of us would, but we would all think. You'll yeah. see it, watch it. Honestly, if I if I had like only five films to recommend ever, yep. this would be yep. on the list of five with Eternal Sunshine. Wow, wow, that's that's high praise. I would have thought by anyone's standards. Because Eternal yes. Sunshine Spotless Line is a fantastic film, as we discussed. Yes. Then put this in that same top five with that. Impressive. Yeah, and talking yes. about Predator, you can if you watch this and then watch the Predator that he did, yeah. you can yeah. see where the studio has put their oar in. You can see all the Shane Black bits, which are obvious. Yeah. 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 And then you can see where the studio's going, no, we want to do it like this. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm sort of... But, I mean, that's in Alien and Predator films, amazing yeah. writer-directors having their stuff messed with is... Part of the course. Yeah, it's 
that's just what happens in them, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. Right. I think then we've got a kind of Christmas double feature, <laughs> although it's not very Christmassy. But yeah. Well, I think I think if we take the Bond, yeah, is inherently Christmassy because we're British. Absolutely, yes, and yeah, it's just one of the things. And and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is sort of a grown-up film at Christmas yeah. because it's all yeah. set in and around Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. It's almost as Christmassy as Die Hard, which oh, is not something we're going to get into. <laughs> well, we're not going to get into it, but Die Hard is a Christmas film. Let's just... Well, yeah. Disney Plus, this great advert where they would... Have you seen this? Where they sing? No. About why... Oh, if you're listening to this, I'll try and get... Gav, try and find a link. It was on Insta. Right. Disney Plus have done a choir singing... Um, through is it Ode to Joy? What the yeah Joy, which is all through Die Hard, they do a carol, essentially giving an explanation of why it's a Christmas film. So if 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 they've done a song about it, it must be. I will find that song. It is. It's really good. Um, but I do. I would say Kiss Kiss Bang Bang could be counted because I think Christmas is mentioned enough times. And yeah. you know, there's there's Christmas moments. Yes, yes, there is. It is and Christmas. Yeah. And Shane Black is known for Christmas stuff, so I think as he two guys a, who like their genre films, yeah, mentioning a Shane Black, and I'm not going to ever spoiler alert. I'm not ever going to recommend a film with Mel Gibson because I'm Jewish. So uh, <laughs> this one will have to do. <laughs> I say, I think all of Shane Black's films have Christmas in them. I think it's, he said sometime that all of his films do happen at Christmas. So yeah, I think with just, Iron Man yeah. three wasn't yeah. going to, and someone went, "You can't do the biggest film of your career yeah. and not make it at Christmas." <laughs> at Christmas, yeah. So it is, yeah. Right. So what order are we putting these in our double feature? Then is it Bond followed by Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, or are we going to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang followed by Bond? I don't know because one of them mm. I think I think Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is slightly more cerebral, mm. but actually I think I I would I would say we should you would do it in the order we said them, yeah. Because I think it wouldn't be hard to argue that Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is a better movie. So maybe get this the one true. that's only okay and then mm. go to the one that's actually really good. Yeah. So kind of a little light snack of Bond, which everyone loves a bit of Bond. You can't help it. Gets you a nice little appetizer and then into some proper action with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Like it. That works. Do you know what? If if anyone listening to this does yep. watch them both, yeah, I'd be interested to see how they feel having done them as a double feature. And hey, yeah. email us in at one of the many things and we'll find it and we'll <laughs> see what you thought. Yeah. It, it, email us using uh, the email address tdfspod at gmail.com. Find us on all of the socials. It's the same thing, tdfspod. It's like this time I thought about it and got a social media account that would work from everything instead of my favorite film where it's got six different things. Yay. And also, tdfs just sounds like a drum roll. <laughs> oh, we should also explain. Oh, yes. For anyone who who goes to the first episode of TDFS. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's yes. not Point. me in the first one. No, I, I, I was going to say, actually, um, Ben, the Trash King Jones, uh, it, it's, this is his idea. The Double Future Show was actually Ben's idea. Ben and I did record a first episode, or a, an episode zero and a first episode, 
And then unfortunately, Ben has, for personal reasons, decided that podcasting is not for him at the moment. Um, and Matt has kindly decided to step in and become the new co-host. So yes, the first couple of things that you'll hear on the Double Feature Show pod reel, stream, stream, will be featuring Ben Jones, not Matt. And then Matt will join us from episode two. But as we said, this is kind of a backdoor pilot. You called it. I yes. like that term. So and Ben's, Matt is on Ben's episode one. is fantastic. I really enjoyed yeah. Ben's episode. And um, we, uh, as we will say when I join, uh, maybe one day we'll do a guest spot with him or guest spot with someone else. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? In the future, that could happen. If you're already listening in the future, maybe it's already happened. <sighs> time travel. Wouldn't it be nice if this was like a Christmas time capsule? It is. <laughs> it's going to go out before Christmas and anyone can listen to it any time every Christmas if they wanted to it could become your new Christmas tradition listening exactly. to this show it could be your diehard oh man I, I dream of being someone's diehard I think, I don't know <laughs> I've not got shoes on so that counts oh. good point shoot the yeah. glass yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was the My Favourite Film podcast slash Double Feature Show podcast. Uh, the Double Feature Show will be coming up in January 24. I will be back with My Favourite Film in 2024 with more episodes. I've got a few already recorded, some nice ones coming up. So, from me and the My Favourite Film podcast, it's bye-bye. And from Matt and the Double Feature Show, it's bye-bye! Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Festive Season. Excellent. I go with all of that stuff there. Happy Christmas, Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2024. Bye bye. The most festive time of year All non-believers must agree John McLean's wish Merry Christmas When he lands at LAX Sleigh bells ring at 1 minute 50 Festive so far, yes you bet Then there's John's wife, her name's Holly How many more clues is this enough? The only thing missing is a Christmas turkey But Hans Gruber does get stuffed So Billy's present party Twelve days of Christmas Coincidental, we think not Eighteen mentions of the word Christmas Quite the